Hey there, welcome to How I Got Hired. I'm Eddie Mam is a dynamic ambassador, host, content creator, and educator. Self-improvement is in Ahmed's DNA, and he lives by the mantra, your best is yet to come. Ooh, I love that. Ahmed has dominated the LinkedIn platform. And by the way, that's how we met. And he has made it his own, becoming a social media personality in his short time on the platform and building an engaged following of over half a million people and counting in as little as 18 months. Go figure. Ahmed's personality has seen many of his posts go viral, featuring in Forbes and Inc. And he currently averages, get this, 2 million views every single month. That's average, by the way. (laughs) Ahmed, welcome to the show. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. And thank you very much for the lovely introduction. Oh, my pleasure. I am so grateful that you could join us. Um, Ahmed, I love your job title, Ambassador for Success Resources Australia. You know, and this company that represents, oh, let's see, Tony Robbins, Gary Vee, Richard Branson, you name it. So, Ahmed, let's get into it. How did you get hired for this job that some of us can only dream about? Um, it is my dream job. Um, I'm just, oh. I'm, I'm blessed every day. Uh, that I get to work with success resources and and represent some of the names that they work with. Um, And these are people that, you know, I've been following for some time. And and just to give you some context, um, I mean, I've been on a personal journey of self-improvement and growth and building confidence um, for the last maybe 15 to 20 years. And the person that actually inspired me to start that journey was Tony Robbins. You know, I actually had a boss, an ex-boss, about 20 years ago when I was working at one of my first jobs. Um, I was actually just working as uh, um, as a dishwasher in a pizza restaurant, right? I was mm-hmm. making pizzas and washing dishes. Um, and after about a couple of years, um, when I was about to leave that place, my boss gave me a gift and he gifted me a 24-disc CD set and this little book came with it. And I looked at this little yellow book and it said Anthony Robbins on the top, you know, and that's how long ago it was. It wasn't Tony Robbins, it was Anthony Robbins, right? Yeah, yeah. And I had no idea who this man was. He looked like, um, he looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger if he was an accountant, <laughs> <laughs> you know? He was wearing this, uh, this white business shirt, this tie. And back in the day, he was wearing these suspenders. He looked like an accountant. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I, I took it home. Um, I played the CD, and yes, that's right for your younger audience. It's a CD. Um, <laughs> I put this. I put the CD in, and as soon as I heard Tony Robbins's voice, um, I knew this was something special. And that's that's where my journey started. So I just want to give you some context there. Anyway, okay. um, fast forward 15, 20 years, and I, I've I've worked in everything from. Um, call centers to doing direct selling, um, a lot of sales jobs. I worked my way up into sales management. I ended up in real estate. I was the director of a property consultancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I was working in real estate and the director of this property consultancy in Sydney, I started my LinkedIn journey um, somewhere mm-hmm. a little over 18 months ago. Okay, um, perfect. And, and while I was on LinkedIn and, and building my brand and building my following, um, I was following a gentleman from Sydney. His name was uh, Michael Lane, and he was the managing director of 
success resources. Um, and I just, I loved his content. His content was all about self-improvement. Um, you know, he would give constant lessons about growth, about business, um, but he'd also be, um, you know, representing a lot of larger people, a lot of larger brands. And so um, I saw that, you know, they were working very closely with people like Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk, Tom Bilyeu, Richard Branson, um, Robert Kiyosaki. I mean, just these people that I admired for the last 20 years. Um, and over the course of, let's say, the last 18 months, I was able to build up my following on LinkedIn quite uh-huh. exponentially um, oh, to yeah. the point, as you yeah, mentioned, I've yeah. now built it up to about 500K. Um, yeah. yeah. So I, this- that is a, a lot of interesting nuggets. I'm, I'm, at, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to stop you right there because I know that's OK. That's OK. <laughs> I need some of us, you know, we, we need to unpack some of the stuff that you shared. Uh, That's what dish- this is all about. Okay. Yeah. A dishwasher in a pizzeria. First of all, hats off. Any job, any job, we do it. We do it with pride. It brings... Um, it brings in the bacon. It it uh, puts food on the table. I love that you shared that because I know there's people out there who don't necessarily, you know, want to talk about that part of their life because now, you know, there's the glitz and the glamour um, and that's sort of behind them. So anyone who's listening today who's thinking life is hard right now, I just want you to take a second and, and listen to Ahmad's, you know, Ahmad's story because anything is possible. So, Oh, look, i Absolutely. Um, and I, I've got no shame in speaking about those days because those days are part of my story. Um, and they weren't, they weren't easy. You know, like um, I would be washing dishes um, all night, you know, and by the time I finished my shift, um, my fingers would be all pruned, <laughs> you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'd be making pizzas. I'd have, I'd have cheese stuck to the bottom of my shoes as I walk home. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, I mean, I remember those days with yes. – gratitude because they're part of my yes, story absolutely you 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 remember those great days with gratitude those days are also what made you right um and and yep. not the because we have this sort of con you know this bias of recency that oh the last two three years last five years have been great but no everything has been building up to who you are today so absolutely love that and i want to talk, take a second here Amad. i want to talk about your boss because he sounds like a really nice guy. You know, you're leaving and somebody out there goes out and gives you a CD set of <laughs> Anthony, the accountant. I love how you described him. <laughs> but, you know, that's a very nice thing to do. And CDs, you know, back in the day, um, they're not cheap, right? So to to give uh, your uh, dishwasher person in the kitchen, he's leaving, to give a CD set like that speaks volumes about the kind of person, you know, the character that your boss had. Yeah, I'll tell you what, sometimes, um, and, and I do think about that, because sometimes it really only takes one person, you know, just one person yeah. in your life um, yeah. that sees something unique in you or sees something special in you or sees potential in you that you might not see in yourself, um, and they do something that can change your entire trajectory. And I think about it to this day. Had he not given me that 24-disc CD set, would I be doing what I'm doing now? Because mm-hmm. that was literally the moment that changed my entire trajectory. Like that was the moment that made me realize that, God, there's so much more that I can be doing. Um, and there's so much more that I could be because when he gave me that, I was at one of my lowest points. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a topic for a different you know, time, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I was bullied a lot as a child um, within, mm-hmm. within schooling. Um, mm-hmm. And it led me to have very low self-esteem and confidence. Um, and mm-hmm. so at the time he gave me that, 
um, I had very low confidence and it led me on a 15-year journey to build confidence, to build courage and to do what I'm doing now. So, yeah, his, his input um, and his, you know, decision to, to tell me that he believed in me and um, he saw potential in me and to give me this gift, it really did change everything. That's amazing. Um, are you by any chance, are you in touch with him? You know what? I actually spoke to him about a couple of months ago because he's on LinkedIn. Um, and um, I've, I've told him the story and I said, look, you know what? You actually give me that gift. It really just yeah. shifted everything for me. Um, and he was, he was surprised. Um, to, to him, it wasn't a big deal because, um, you know, he's, he's probably one of those people that, um, that does that for a few people. But, but for me, it was a big deal because, um, you know, clearly it just it changed everything for me. Oh, that's amazing. If In case he's listening, I want to say, hi, Mr. Boss, you're one of the good ones. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, Emma, thank you for sharing. Uh, I don't think there's anybody here who cannot relate with some of what you shared, whether it's bullying, whether it's feeling low. You know, we do have, we all have those moments, right? So I'm, I'm now, you know, I'm trying to picture this skinny teenager <laughs> listening to the, <laughs> uh, the CD set. You said how many? 26, you said. That's so a, a 24-disc CD. 24-disc CD. So that's a lot of CDs to go through. You know, yeah, so it was actually a it was a 30-day program. So you, mm-hmm. you do more or less one every day. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a number of exercises to do. The 24-disc CD set was actually called Personal Power 2. Mm-hmm. Um, anybody probably around my age would remember it. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. you, you do a number of challenges um, throughout, those, throughout those 30 days and you're really a different person, but it's also one of those things that you can't just do once and, and then, you know, it changes everything. It's, it's one of those things that you have to keep practicing. Um, it's like training a muscle. You have to keep yeah. at it. Yeah, no, I, I love that. I, I, I want to add two things here. One is, of course, your boss did you this gigantic favor, but you went in and did the work, right? We can listen Correct. to all the podcasts and all the CDs in the world, but unless we get off our backside and actually get to work and experiment, and like you said, exercise one, exercise two, CD one, CD two, it doesn't go anywhere. So so that's one. And second, I'm sure there's people out there, Ahmad, I'm sure you've seen them as well. They're sort of cynical, you know, with this whole personal development, Tony, Robbins, people screaming, these live events, they're like, oh gosh, this doesn't work. So what I'm going to say to people who are cynical, listen, you know, you've got the right to have your own opinion, but try it before you deny it because it worked for you. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Um, I mean, how many times have you perhaps been in a restaurant or been in a cafe and you might order something off the menu that you've never really tried before and it's a bit of a risk? Um, and then you taste it and it tastes incredible. <laughs> and you're like, and, I can't yeah. believe I've never tried this before. Um, Absolutely. That's, and your that's life the is, same way. Yeah, and your life is never the same. You're like, I'm not it's, having omelette again. I'm not having omelette again. I'm going to have the fried version of the egg because that is yum. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You have, to, you have to give things a shot. You just never know. You never know. I love that. So tell me, you um, are in this real estate job. You're, you're keeping yes. your head down. You're working hard. Something happened, Emad, because you started creating content. I want to talk about that first step that you took. And I'm guessing it's about a year, between a year and a half to two years. Walk me through it, you know, was it a strategic move? Was it, hey, let's give it a shot, just like what we shared, you've got to try it. How, what were you thinking back then? Yeah, so I didn't create content to try and build a following or to, or to build influence or to build a brand or anything like that. Um, 
LinkedIn for me was like um, uncharted territory, uh, but I wanted to create content because for me, it was just another challenge. You know, I wasn't 100% confident with creating content, especially video content. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it was just a, a way for me to challenge myself and really just see how I would do. I wanted to record a video, post it and see if I'd get a response. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really how it started. And in doing video content, especially, I realized I had a bit of a skill set for it. Um, and a lot of what I'd been in, in training with for the last 10, 15 years, you know, 15, 20 years even, um, in terms of building my confidence, a lot of that was, you know, public speaking, sales presentations, you know, being on a phone in, in call centers, a lot of sales roles. And so I'd built up my ability to speak and present myself confidently. Uh, but I didn't know that would translate to video. Um, and so when I realized I had this skill set and other people commented on the fact that I had that skill set, it gave me even more confidence to continue putting out more content. And there was one video in particular that I put out probably a couple of months after I started my video content journey that went insanely viral. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you about that story shortly in this show. Um, I think it's going to be um, something that your audience would love to hear. But I mean, that video put me on the map, um, if I can use those terms of, um, you know, it put me on the map on LinkedIn. Um, I noticed I got a lot of followers from that one video. A lot of people were following my journey. And from there, um, I continued putting out more and more content, um, really trying to get as creative as possible. The key for me was consistency. So I was putting out consistent content, you know, at least five pieces of content per week. And my following started to increase exponentially. So um, it's, it's just, it's been the most incredible journey. Oh, wow. That's amazing. You know, there's lots of people on um, social media who say, you know, these are vanity metrics. It doesn't matter. It's not about being viral. But damn, Ahmad, it feels good to be seen, doesn't it? When you went viral like that. Yeah, look, going viral is is fun. There's no doubt. You know, you... <laughs> You get a dopamine hit, you know, it's, it's the equivalent of, you know, feeling high. Mm. Um, you know, every time you grab your phone and you, you go into the app, you see a whole bunch of, you know, red notifications and mm. it's, it's, it's a great feeling. Um, on the flip side, it's also very addictive, you know. Mm. So, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I try and keep some perspective around it. And um, for me, it's never really been about the, the following and all the engagement. For me, it's always been around trying to make an impact. You know, and yeah, and yeah. the most amazing thing for me, and the most rewarding thing for me, is is getting those messages in my inbox, um, saying, "Look, I just watched your last video. Thank you so much. It's made me think differently, or it's made me act differently, or from now on, I'm going to do this or that." They're the messages that I want to receive, and that's that's the reason I put out content. Exactly. Oh gosh, I love that you said that. Your reason to do something matters. Your reason, your intention yep. behind it matters. You want to go in and get a big following and make lots of money. That's fine. Those are different reasons. But if your reason is more sort of bigger than yourself, I want to create an impact, yeah? just like what you said. And then you get those messages in your inbox. And, and Ahmad, I mean, I, I get a few of those as well. Isn't that the best high, like the best bestest <laughs> oh it's 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 incredible i mean w- when you know that someone has absorbed your content they've either read it or they watched it and it really impacted their lives you know and and for me i go back to thinking about my ex-boss and the way he impacted me you know if if my video was maybe that one moment for somebody else i mean that just warms my heart 
Um, and we have the ability to do that on a very large scale. You know, many people can be impacted by one video at the one time or one post at the one time. And that just, it's incredible for that reason. And a, a lot of the time when I'm talking about content on LinkedIn, especially, I talk about the fact that we should, we should not be focusing, focusing on trying to create and trying to create influence. We should be focusing on making an impact. You know, we shouldn't be focusing yeah. on or obsessing on trying to be popular. We should try and obsess about being ourselves, you know. And um, yeah. if you focus on those two things, it puts things into a lot of perspective as to the reason why we're doing things. Yeah, um, I love that. And and hence the obsession with, what, you know, titles like influencer, etc. It's 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 deeper than that, right? So I absolutely love yes. it. So tell me about that video that... that uh, Put you on the map, so to speak. Yeah, look, why don't I finish my story about um, ah, yes, about yes. success resources? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, now that you've got the context about self-improvement and growth and, and everything like that, um, so I was following the managing director of success resources, Michael Lane, mm-hmm. and as I was able to build my following up to the level that I did, when I decided to make that transition um, from real estate to let's say self-improvement um, I knew that's where my alignment was um, and so I reached out to the managing director um, via LinkedIn message you know and I just said in LinkedIn message I would love to have a call um, I feel that you know we could um, you know I feel that there could be some synergy there um, and he responded um, and mm-hmm. I'm so pleased he did he responded and he said sure let's have a call that's um, that's amazing Emma did he did he know who you are Yes. Yeah, so, so get this. So we decided to jump on a call and I mean, I was ready to, to pitch myself. You know what I mean? Like I was ready to go in there and um, in my mind, I knew exactly what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. And so we had a call and, um, you know, it was pretty much like, uh, hey, Michael, how are you? And he's like, hey, I'm Ed. Uh, good, to, uh, good to speak to you. Um, and I said, look, Michael, I, I just wanted to say that look, I love what you do. Um, I love what you stand for. I love what you represent. Um, I would really like to be involved with success resources in some capacity. And I was ready to almost pitch. And, uh, and then he came back and he goes, Ahmed, look, I've been following you for the last 12 months. Um, I know what you're all about. I know what you stand for. Let's make something happen. Oh, my gosh. That is such- I know. I know. I, I, and I it goes to show how much of a humble and kind leader he was he, he he went on to tell me that um he didn't need to interview me he didn't need me to pitch myself um he said that my content told him everything that he needs to know about me you know so the message to your audience sanal is that content and content creation is the resume you know if you, if you can put yourself out there on social media um, especially on video, because video is a lot more personal, it's a lot more interactive. People will see your mannerisms, they can see you speak with conviction, they can see you show your expertise about a topic. Um, that will tell them all they need to know about you as an individual, and it's far more powerful than a piece of paper. Unbelievable. Absolutely true. Your 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 content on LinkedIn, particularly, I mean, I don't want to talk about other platforms because, you know, LinkedIn at the end of the day is more professional and it helps us to get ahead in our career. But our content is our portfolio, our resume, our website, our sales page, everything <laughs> combined into one. And, you know, exactly. 
it's yeah. astounding to me that only 0.5%, not, not even 0.5% of LinkedIn members actually create original content. So if this is not the push you needed, I don't know what is. <laughs> so what is your, I mean, I'm trying to picture you, right? So you've gone in and you've done your research on the company. You've done your homework, like all good people do before, uh, you know, a big sort of talk or exploratory chat or whatever. And here he tells you, not only do I know about you, but I like what you do and let's make something work. And, and I'm, I'm getting goosebumps just listening to that. And what was your reaction, Ahmad? Um, I was, look, I, I, was, I was blown away. I was blown away by um, how much he was willing to trust his instincts um, and how much faith he had in me because of my content creation. Um, and it was just a really heartwarming feeling. Um, and I, I've got so much respect for that man. Um, you know, he does incredible things. And, and now that I know him the way I do, um, I've got even more respect for that moment. Mm, um, because I mean, he is, he's an incredibly busy man. He's got a lot of different projects. He has a lot of people approaching him. Um, and so it was just, um, it was just a really big moment for me. Um, and I also think it was, um, you know, it's, it's part of my story and it's, uh, sometimes you just feel like you're on a path that you're meant to be on. And I feel like I'm on that path right now and I don't exactly know where it's going to lead to, but I just feel very, very confident in the fact that I'm now getting to be part of something that I'm in complete alignment with. You know, my whole life revolved around self-improvement, um, revolved around growth. And now that I get to be in that environment every day um, is just incredible. Amazing. And it's, it's so exciting to think, you know, I am exactly where I need to be, you know, nowhere else, just right now in this moment, I'm exactly, that's, that's amazing. I love that. So Emmett, so, you know, going from the traditional sort of real estate sector, you know, you, you come in into this innovative, you know, new age job. Uh, there are not so many, you know, jobs that exist, you know, ambassador for uh, a personal development gigantic company like this one how how has the shift been for you uh very easy <laughs> hmm. you know going from a going from a role that i was in previously and being the director of a property consultancy um wasn't the easiest job um there was a lot of stress attached to it um there was very high kpis um you know you live and die by your very last sale um the industry itself um, is a very rough industry with a lot of um, people, you know, it's, it's cutthroat, you know, but people are willing to, to step on other people to get ahead. Um, and although property for me, especially property investment was um, a hobby of mine um, and something that I did um, personally, um, I was happy to talk about it, but there was just, there was something else for me that was more important than that. Um, and it's interesting when I was on my LinkedIn journey and putting out content, I started putting out content about property and even while I was still working within property, within real estate, the content that I started putting out just almost naturally started to shift to self-improvement and growth and just things that I really wanted to talk about. And that was well before I made a job transition. Mm. You know, so, I mean, for me to then make a transition later on into something that is far more in alignment, um, it was actually really, really easy for me. Um, and 
look, I won't go into detail, but you know, the real estate industry, the property industry, like I said, it can be cutthroat and there are a lot of toxic characters there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I'm actually pleased I'm no longer part of that industry. Right. No, that makes sense. And I also want to highlight here in the property market in Australia, I'm guessing there were not a lot of people out there, Imad, creating content on LinkedIn? No, there wasn't. There wasn't at all. I mean, mm-hmm. on, on LinkedIn, while I was um, while I was working at the property consultancy, I mean, at one point, um, well, I mean, the point that I left, I, I was the most viewed real estate agent in Australia, um, <laughs> you know, in, in terms of, you know, my presence on LinkedIn, the views that I was getting, the reach that I was receiving. Um, so, yeah, it was, there was not many people doing that at all. It was just absolute blue ocean. Yeah. And again, another reason why it's so worth it taking that first step that feels a bit scary, but it's so worth it because of literally the trailblazing stuff that you've done. So I love that. So let's talk about, you know, you you started a little bit in the beginning about uh, times that have been difficult. Talk about some challenges, you know, related to your career that you've had, you know, maybe the hardest challenge that you can think of till today and, you know, what you did to overcome it. Okay. So we started teasing your audience with this video that I put out on LinkedIn, right? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We can actually combine both into this one question now. Um, So I can answer this question and talk about that video at the same time because they're one and the same thing. So um, about three months, three months or so after I started my LinkedIn journey, I decided to go a little bit deeper in terms of telling a story um, about something that happened eight years prior. Um, you know, eight years now, about six years prior at the time I told the mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. And it was a story about when I was actually in between jobs. Um, I was searching for jobs mm-hmm. um, and I was on, you know, Seek, which is the equivalent of the job-seeking platform in Australia. Mm-hmm. And I was sending out resumes to jobs that were very much within my skill set. Right, so I wasn't sending out resumes to jobs that I was just, you know, hoping and praying for that were very much out of reach. I was sending out resumes to jobs that were very much within my skill set, right? And I remember sending out about thirty resumes to thirty different recruiters, and I ended up getting rejected by every single one. You know, every single one. Um, and keep in mind, like I said, I, I was applying for jobs within my skill set. So, I mean, for me to get rejected by every single one, like not even not even a next step, not even a callback, um, I found that very, very odd. Um, and so, anyway, I started speaking to, um, to a few friends of mine. And mind you, this is the story that I'm telling in the video that I put out, okay? It's, a, it's this exact story that I'm telling. Um, I started speaking to... Um, some friends of mine and I, I told them about the fact that I got rejected by, you know, 30 different recruiters and, you know, they were jobs within my skill set and, you know, we were just trying to brainstorm as to what it was. And one of my friends started laughing and he said, you know what, maybe it was your name. <laughs> you know, maybe your name, Ahmad Imam, scared them off. Um, and, I, you know, we all, had a, we all had a big laugh about it um, and it was all pretty funny. Um, anyway, the next day I started giving that some thought and I'm like, what if there's some merit to that? <laughs> you know, what if it was actually them seeing the name Ahmed Imam in their inbox and just immediately pressing, pressing delete or ignoring it? Um, and so I decided to conduct an experiment. And the experiment was this. Um, I took my resume 
I didn't change a single thing. I kept it exactly the same. And at the top of the resume, I simply changed my name from Ahmad Imam to Adam Smith. <laughs> okay. Gosh. It was the most anglicized name that I could think of, Adam Smith. <laughs> and I sent out the resume, the exact same resume to the exact same 30 jobs and 30 recruiters that I sent it out to previously that rejected me previously. And get this, Sanel, the very next day, as in the next day, I got a call back from four recruiters saying that we absolutely loved your resume. You're a perfect fit for this role. We'd love for you to come in for an interview. Oh, goodness gracious. We are talking deep-seated biases here. Oh, gosh. Yeah, exactly. I know, I, I know this was funny with your friends, but this is... This is very hurtful. This is this is damaging. Yeah, and look, it was it was hurtful. And I mean, I, I when I put out this video, and this is a story I told in that video. Mm. Um, I wasn't I wasn't laughing about it. I mean, it was mm. it was a hurtful experience because. Mm. Uh, and keep in mind, I didn't. I never used the word racism. I never mm. used the word discrimination because mm. I, I think they're very powerful words and they shouldn't be used out of context. Mm. I used the word bias, just like you mentioned. I, I believe it was a bias. I think people have misconceptions. Um, about certain situations um, and there could be a number of reasons that it happened but biases do exist and biases are very real and they can be dangerous you know um, yeah. and so yeah. when I told that story and I, I, I put out that video I didn't expect much from it um, it felt good to talk about it um, but I didn't expect much from it that video to this day is one of my most viral videos you know, that video ended up getting something like uh, two to 300,000 views. Um, I can't tell you how much engagement was in there. I mean, people were, th people were in the comments. I mean, everything from job seekers um, that could relate and felt like they experienced the same thing to recruiters. There were some recruiters that were saying that, you know what, um, yes, this does happen in the industry or I used to be a recruiter and, yes, um, I must admit, I used to do this. It's, it's a bias. It's not right um, to, you know, just people that wanted to put their two cents in. Um, but it, it led me on this path on LinkedIn where um, I became a bit of a voice, you know, and it started to really build um, a presence for me. Like I said, it put me on the map and it really gave me the confidence to know that it's okay to speak your truth. You know, and, and people appreciate it. You know, yes, it is a professional platform, but more than anything, we're all human. We all have a human side, um, and that's that's where people resonate. Um, so it allowed me to then dive into many different topics throughout the next, you know, couple of years. Yeah. yeah. And uh, that's what, you know, led to me uh, growing the following that I have. Amazing. Wow. That is so interesting. And I, I do want to share here because um, – I, Ahmad, I, I know you a little bit and we chat once in a while. And, you know, this was a very sort of well-intentioned post that you put out, but you had you had no idea how it was going to turn out. Um, and I had a, a post last week which went completely crazy viral. It wasn't even my best work. So the point is, you've got to keep at it every day. I'm not saying you will hit viral. That's not the intention. Remember, our intentions have to be noble. But you just don't know. It could be the 100th or the 200th attempt at doing something. And it gets seen by more people and it impacts more people. And, and that's great. But, you know, the point is stopping and feeling sorry for yourself is not an option. 
No, it's, it's never an option. Um, and look, to your point, it's, it's very difficult to predict what does and doesn't go viral. You know, like yeah. I, I've, had, I've had times where I've tried to go viral and I've, I've put out a video. I'm like, you know what, like this is – people are going to love this video. <laughs> you know, yeah. this should yeah, get yeah, a lot yeah. of traction. And then it goes nowhere. And then I've had other times where I'm just like, oh – um, I need to put out a piece of content. What can I talk about? And I, I think of something that you know comes to my head, and I post it. And before I know it, it's gone viral. Um, it's very difficult to predict what will and what won't go viral, and it should never be the reason that you post content. No. You know, believe me, um, I've I've been there. Um, it'll lead you to just trying to chase numbers and vanity metrics, as they call it. That's not the right way to do it. The right way to do it is to speak your truth and focus on making an impact and making a difference. And if you focus on that, it doesn't matter if your post gets five likes or 5,000. Um, if you can impact one person, you've done your job, you know, and that's, and that's where everyone should, um, should be coming from. Absolutely. Love that. So, you know, Ahmad, you touched upon it. This is, um, you know, you talked about an incident back in 2006, but this is, too, you know, we're here in 2020 and it's probably the toughest year ever for job seekers. So, you know, any sort of words of encouragement for someone who's out there busting their backside day in and day out, you know, making ends meet and, and doing their best, but not finding that job? Yeah, look, I mean, I, I'm sending you lots of uh, lots of hope, lots of courage, lots of com- confidence, lots of love. Um, it's definitely not a difficult position to be in. And like I said before, I've, I've been there. Um, it can be demoralizing, you know. It, it, can, it can really crush your confidence and self-esteem. I, I get that. Um, continue doing what you're doing. Continue with the process. Continue with the plan and make sure that you are being consistent, okay? So approach applying for a job as if you have a job. That means spend nine to five applying for jobs and doing things that will work for your job-seeking process. Um, And and it should be taken that seriously. If you're not currently working and you're just spending half an hour per day applying for jobs, that's not enough because there's people out there doing far more than that. The other thing is get creative with it. When I'm talking about do things to, you know, uh, help your job-seeking process, what I did in terms of building my brand and using social media and content creation as a way to put myself out there is very much part of the process. In fact, now more than ever, it's the best opportunity for it. I mean, I mean, put it this way. You can put yourself in a position where instead of chasing jobs, you can have jobs chase you. Yep. You know, instead of putting yourself in a position where you're out there just applying for jobs and trying to reach out to people, you can have people reaching out to you asking if you're available, you know, and that's, and that's been happening to me for the last couple of years as I've been putting myself out there. So now is the best opportunity to start creating content, to make yourself visible um, on, you know, the, probably the best platform for you is LinkedIn. Make yourself visible on LinkedIn. Get people to know you, to like you, to trust you, okay? And the, and the way to do that is, first of all, get people to know you, make yourself visible by creating content and engaging on other people's content. You know, get people to like you. And I know that sounds really weird to say, but what I mean by that is, you know, the best way to be likable is to be authentic. And then you just be consistent with your authenticity. And 
once you get people to know you, once you get people to like you, they will then tend to trust you. And once you have that trust factor, that's when the magic happens. You know, that's when opportunities come your way, like podcasts and interviews and, and people start reaching out. And if you're applying for a role and you've made that visible and you're creating content and people can see that, you're, you know, you're putting yourself in a position where many more people have the opportunity to reach out to you. So my message is this. Don't just use traditional means of applying for jobs. Get creative. Yes, you can send out your resume to jobs that are available. Um, in addition to that, you can create content and position yourself as an expert in your industry so that people are likely to reach out to you because you are the authority. You know, create content that um, showcases your skill set, that showcases you as an expert in your field. That's one way to do it. You know, and another way to do it is to, um, get creative with how you approach people. You know, you might want to build a bit of curiosity. Um, I've I've got a friend that um, that got a job because um, he would actually send uh, the hiring manager or the HR manager um, <laughs> an email once every week, um, just alluding to something um, about him as a person, right? And and after a few weeks. Um, the HR manager and, and person within that position was, was very, very curious. And after about three, four weeks, the person sent their resume. You know, so it was almost like um, building up to that moment. But there's so many ways to just build interest outside of the traditional means. Absolutely. I love that. And inbound versus outbound, I, I, I couldn't have said it better myself. I've been, I feel like I'm a broken record, but uh, the magic is in the doing. Your, your magnetic personal brand, all of this sounds so unattainable, but the magic is in the first step and just doing a little bit every day. It goes such a long way. So extremely valuable advice. Um, um, Amad, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people. And now, um, we are almost at the end, which makes me a little sad. <laughs> and um, I have this question, Emad, that I plan to ask you know, all my guests. What is that one standout, defining moment that supercharged your career and helped you move towards your current success? For me, it was my decision to lean on my strengths. You know, to, to actually understand what my strengths were, what my weaknesses were, acknowledge the fact that I had weaknesses and there's not much I could do about them, but it would be in my best interest to just double down or triple down on my strengths. And that's what I did. You know, my strengths are in speaking, in presenting, in creating content. Mm. Um, and, and, that's, and that's what I decided to focus on full time. Yeah. You know, so, so when I made that transition um, from property to success resources and content creation full time, and I was able to be living my passion, um, as in doing things that I was passionate about every single day, it's amazing how that works. But I'm, I'm a true believer that living your passion or your passion will actually lead you into your purpose. And your purpose will then lead into you being able to exhibit your X factor, you know? So, I mean, me being able to lean on my strengths and double down or triple down on my strengths and, and show that strength to the world at every single opportunity I could was when everything shifted for me. Wow. Love that. 
passion equals to purpose equals to X factor. And who doesn't want that elusive X factor? That's amazing. Ahmad, how can people learn more about you? Uh, you can reach me on social. You can reach me on social media. So I'm on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. Um, the handle is the same across all those platforms. It's at the Ahmed Imam, mm-hmm. at the Ahmed Imam. Perfect. I'm going to add it in the show notes as well. Ahmed, it's been such a pleasure. Thank you so much for your time. My pleasure. I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the chat. Thank you very much. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And if you did, I'd love for you to do one little thing. Go into the platform where you listen to this podcast, click and subscribe to this podcast and leave me a fabulous review. Why? Two reasons. One, it's going to help more job seekers find jobs and help their families. I can't think of anything more important right now. And two, I'll always be grateful to you for doing that little thing, but with big impact. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me today. And until next time, take care of yourself. Bye for now. Thank you.